<laughs> Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. Good morning, Aru. Morning, morning. It Good is morning, lovely Babs. to see you. Thank you for coming on this morning. My pleasure. I just, I love that picture of Malcolm. Is that Malcolm X in the back? I was just listening to that one of his is. speeches. I was that just is. on break. When I was on break, I was just listening to one of his speeches. You know, the mm. one, uh, who taught you to hate? Mm. Uh, you know, so it's so it's still so powerful. So yeah. Anyway. Well, this is also a uh, this is from a poster from um, actually from 1969. So um, it's actually um, from here in New Haven. So it says in the spirit of Malcolm on the top, and it says the Oliver Lake Quartet Yale Drama School, May 18th, 1969, 830 p.m. Admission $3 tickets at the door or at Yale Co-op. <laughs> Bobby Seale, chairman of the Black Panther Party, May 19th, 1969, 9 p.m. Battelle Chapel. Black Revolutionary Films and Art Exhibit, May 20th, 1969, 4 p.m., 7 p.m., 9.30 p.m. Art and Architecture Building, York and Chapel Street, admission 50 cents. And Black Arts Theater, Black Arts Students of Yale co-sponsors. Wow. So my mom gave me this poster um when i graduated high school wow <laughs> and and it turns out we were actually here we have that because we um actually lived here in new haven for about a year or a year and a half so around that time wow and, wow uh, that's pretty that is pretty cool i had no idea that happened wouldn't it be cool if they could recreate that moment like just do something very similar to that just do mm. it kind of cool yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. 1969. 1969. I was around, but not, I hadn't been around for long. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I was three. <laughs> uh, I was one. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. How are well, you? We, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, it was, it was uh, funny to realize that i mean i kind of knew it and then to end up here in new haven right i'm originally from boston it's where i was born and then um my dad was doing some organizing and came down here and um we followed um still we're here for about a year or so and then went back to boston um and then didn't think of new haven again until i met tegan um and then we came here. We've been here for. Oh, I did not know this story. Now. Where did you meet her? In Boston. Um, yeah. So that's a that's a whole another. Yeah, we were. Um, she was planning to be in Boston just for about six months or so, um, and um, I changed those plans. <laughs> <laughs> or I should say. I assisted in in her changing those plans and us making some different plans together. Oh, that's yeah. a good story. Tell I us. did not know the origin story. So so yeah. that's pretty cool. I don't know where I thought you were from, but I knew you weren't from here uh, yeah. originally, but I didn't know you were here then as a little kid and then I know. You know, as there's a baby. A, a, there's a picture I have of my grandparents. Um and I actually lived, I think we lived over in like kind of West River area. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the name of the street offhand. It's off the boulevard, um, parallel to Edgewood. Um, a couple streets. Okay. Yeah. There's a bunch of them over there. So I'm actually from Barnard. From Barnard, not, but it's from between Barnard and Frontage. So whatever. There's a couple streets there. I can't remember the name. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But that's where we lived, kind of up there for for about a year or so. Wow. Yeah, and then here, here I am, right? Raising family, being here. Uh, it's very interesting where where the pulls are. Um, in our lives, like where we get pulled back to or pulled to. I love these origin stories. And I love I love how people f- just meet here in New Haven, like come to New Haven and mm. put down roots. I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So let's do a little ancestor welcoming, connecting. Yes. You know, we give thanks for them for the blessings that they've left for us that are actually in and of our bodies right they're in us they're not just like in the attic though those often those are often there too right (laughs) things they literally um and and we honor those things by by putting them to use right by saying yes to them in our lives so that's what this chant is it's a yoruba chant and the reason I chant this and the reason I know these things is because I'm a Babalawo, I'm a priest in the Yoruba tradition. And so ancestor reverence is a fundamental piece of it. Um, and so we honor them by singing this. We give thanks to them by singing this. It reminds us of what we can do, how we can be here. Mm-hmm. Mamma, ma, tofu, ashe. Mamma, tofu, ashe. Ashe, tefu, an, lan, lohio. Mamma, tofu, ashe. Baye, ye, tofu, ashe. Baye, ye, tofu, ashe. Baye ye tofu ashe o Baye ye tofu ashe ashe tefu an lohio Baye ye tofu ashe Bai tofu ashe o Bai tofu ashe Bai tofu ashe o Bai tofu ashe ashe tefu an lan lohio Bai tofu ashe Bai tofu ashe Bai tofu ashe Bai tofu ashe 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 amen so what's on your heart and mind today? Well, I wasn't sure. Well, I mean, that's not true. There's a lot on my heart and mind, but I wasn't sure like what, what the thread would be. Um, <laughs> but as I was just chanting that, you know, it's a chant that can be, right, done lots of ways. It's like, 
it's like almost like a dirge. It's like this like slow kind of somber. And as I started, I was I actually wanted to like um, perk it up a little bit, right? Because it can also be this uh, have this celebratory part. Um, and I think that it can. So I th what's on my heart is there's a lot of heaviness and sadness and grief. Um, and there's also like with that, there's also this remembrance of um, joy and life and wonder and kind of the beauty of being alive. And it can be um, not to deny the feelings of like sadness, but it can be easier to kind of fall into like, oh, and everything's bad and all the traumas and the you know, violence and war and oppression and things that grind us down, the suffering of life. But the point is not to kind of bathe in that, but to also like hold hold the feelings of it and the acknowledgement of, it, but also to be connected in our practices, in our remembrances that life is also a beautiful thing. And to sometimes there's that need to like, oh, I'm gonna um, move that, right? I'm gonna move more into that. I'm gonna choose um, to feel more into this. Life is also a wondrous thing. Even what's a part of that are these pieces of suffering, these pieces of loss, these pieces of um, death or ill health or uh, change. Um, and there's wonder and beauty as well. Mm. So it's a little bit counter in some ways to like, you know, as we are um, officially coming upon winter um, in New England, right? And so all, virtually all the leaves are off the trees, maybe some dried up stragglers holding on tight, um, colder, right? It's, um, less time outside for most people and kind of quieter and, you know, the animals or squirrels are getting thicker, right? Getting all their <laughs> food and planting stuff and trying to gather their, their provisions for the winter um, and can be this time of like quieting and turning inwards. Um, but also to remember, it's not a, um, there's still life, right? There's still activity happening. There's still wonder that is in the world, even as um, this part of the the land is um, shifting, right? And doesn't seem as vibrant, but there's still lots of life happening. Mm. So I don't know, there's something about that that is uh, present, that is present, yeah. I, I, you know, I read something the other day that said winter, um, that that winter is the time where we slow down mm -hmm. and 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 just be easier and quieter mm -hmm. and yeah. you know and and I I you know I I guess I knew that a lot but when I heard it this particular time I thought oh yeah <laughs> we, we we need a time when we're not busy busy running 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 that there mm -hmm. needs to be a slowing down. Yeah, and there's still 
like vibrancy in that, right? It's not yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna like <laughs> sleep all day or be a lump or like, it means do nothing. Um, but it's, it's a, I think that the activity gets to be connected to something different, mm. maybe more listening, right? Oh, what is, what are my needs in this time? That's a little, that are easier or can potentially be easier to pay attention to because there's not so much visible external activity, right? Like I can see the, what I love also about this time is I can see the landscape, the contours of the landscape because the leaves have fallen off the trees. So you can see deeper into the woods. And so it's notice things that, uh, and appreciate things that I normally don't see right? because of the like the green and the thickness and the vibrancy and, you know, the activity of warmth and summer and, you know, life and harvest and all the things. And that there is also still a vibrancy, even in that, I think, I think is this is that point, even in the like slowing down, even in that listening, there's still this um, connection to like a different part of vibrancy in life and what that means. Mm. You know, not to like running, 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 but like, oh, look, it's still vibrant and I'm more still possibly, right? Or I'm, I can listen a little deeper, like, what do I need? And even with this chance, right, we have to listen into ourselves to discover what the blessings are that have been left for us. Because right? um, we don't necessarily, we may know or may have hints of them, but to really lean into, oh, what are, where, like the extensiveness or expansiveness about where we come from. And letting that both inform the particulars, right? Oh, I come from these people. I like to do these things, right? There's some particulars around that. These are right, family history, cultural history, things like that. But there's also, even within those particulars, such a vastness that it really informs us being human, right? Just being people um, tied with identity and not tied with identity. And there's something also in that, like how do we, in the diving into the particulars, we can also touch the, oh, right, I'm a person. Oh, look, you're a person. How can we be people here? Versus like, I'm this kind of person, you're that kind of person, and either we're together or separate. Um, and, and I really appreciate these uh, practices to help do that differently, to listen in deeply, because um, I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really grow up learning to listen in that way deeply. Um, it's something I had to really cultivate. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I've been thinking about that too. I think uh, listening takes on, you know, when you, when you train to become a spiritual director, it is all about um, listening. Mm. You know, like you spend a great deal of your time listening you know, to people listening to where God is leading, listening, just listening. Uh, and it is like a muscle. I mean, you have to keep at it and, you know, and be discerning mm -hmm. about it. I mean, you have to, to lean into it and you have to, and you have to be open to being still and quiet, which is very mm -hmm. hard for a lot of people. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not a practice. Like popular culture doesn't, encourage that <laughs> no 
No, you should be talking, moving, filling the air, filling the space. And people get uncomfortable sitting with themselves and their thoughts and their feelings. And they don't know how to, uh, uh, you know, uh, wrangle all of that. You know, they mm -hmm. think something has to be, if you're sitting and being still, you're doing nothing. <laughs> right. And then there's a lot of judgment about that, right? Like, yeah, I should be, I should be, I should be. <laughs> helping, serving, something. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing that strikes me about listening is um, ways in which like the listening is actually letting go of the control, right? There's listening that's not like, I, I want to listen with this outcome, right? Sometimes we can listen for things, right? I'm going to listen to what this argument is so I can give a counter. I'm listening for the information so I can just get that and move on. Um, I'm listening for, well, how I can now give you the advice. Um, and very rarely are we allowing like ourselves to be open or even guided in that listening, like, oh, like following something. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is where the richness, that's the deep listening I'm talking about. Like that's, I think some, we can be surprised and we can be curious um, and um, receptive as opposed to, this is what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get something from the listening. Where's the thing? <laughs> and it's just a different quality. I really encourage people to explore what that could even mean. Listening to their body and being really open to the, to even their, not just what the body has to say, but like listening to their uh, thoughts and feelings about their bodies. And, you know, we, it's not easy being in a body. And there's all kinds of judgments around like good and bad and healthy and not and all the things, right? And there's a lot, of, certainly a lot of products and, and attitudes and things to that are aimed at us to treat our bodies differently or mold them or move them in different ways and to love our bodies, mm. or at least to also be, be gentle and compassionate in the places we don't love our bodies and just be, like listen in there too, like that's hard. I struggle with that, you know, there's, oh, this feels good. I feel competent here, but like, uh, it doesn't feel so good. And I'll just kind of like brush by it and like, oh, can I listen in there? That's, that's not easy. Not easy being that kind of honest and present with ourselves, like with the fullness of ourselves. Um, it's like being honest and present with the, you know, the, the skeletons in the closet, the dirty laundry, right? Uh, as opposed to, I gotta go fix it. Can we even be with it first? And then we can see what needs to be done. Like, oh, we just need to air it out. Or, oh, that's, that's actually not dirty. That's just a different color. Or like, oh, it's time to get rid of that. Like, if we can be with it, then we can skillfully address, integrate, or set aside the things that even we don't need or integrate the things we do need. Mm -hmm. If we're not listening, we're not responding well, right? Oh, just put it all away and move on. Or like, oh, bathe in all of it and take it on. Like, we don't need to do that either. Um, yeah, so there's something about that um, simple and, and deep listening. Um, and then we can also be surprised in our relationship with other people. 
I mean, that's a piece that we were talking about, like learning to listen to even to other people means that we maybe can understand them or be connected with them differently. And that's where empathy comes in, right? That's where, oh, I thought you were this type of person, but as I listen, you're not so different from me, even though I thought you were so different from me. <laughs> or like, oh, I thought we were the same and look how different we are. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it it. I think it opens up that which can also be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I thought I had it figured out. I thought I knew who you were. I thought I knew who I was, and I'm operating on that assumption. And if I listen, right? If I'm open, and I'm curious in a different way, and that gets questioned or challenged, or it's not so stable or secure. Oh, how do I deal with that? So that that fear, that question of like, ah, I thought it was one thing and it's another can can um, be destabilizing, but also it can be um, it's, it's more honest, it's more accurate. And so can we live with that? As opposed to just the assumptions, assumptions about ourselves and assumptions about other people, maybe we can right, explore that. Mm -hmm and see what that would mean. I like it. Great. It's a good time. I mean, that, but this is, <laughs> this is, I think, I always feel like this is a good time to be contemplative and discerning, mm. you know, in the, in winter, because winter is, 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 uh, you know, the, you know, it's darker earlier and there's a you know chill in the air that turns cold and mm -hmm. and you know we, you know we're we're scurrying to get in indoors and you know what i mean like so there's a so winter has a real place in how we move about ourselves and our lives like it mm -hmm. you know even if you live in california there's a winter you know there's a there's a time for you to to uh you know go inward and hibernate and and right. and and you know be reflective and dig deep and you know and and assuage anxieties <laughs> mm. 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 You know? yeah 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 so i don't know listening so what 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 um what helps you what is that contemplative practice look like for you babs mm. i always i always i always i always think about if like something is needling at me or something is annoying me or or if i'm anxious about something you know i get somewhere and i get still and and i just start subtracting okay what am i feeling why mm. am i feeling this way like i i i call it my own kind of truth telling you know, mm. what is at the heart of this? Why am I feeling this way? What am I afraid of? Like, mm -hmm. what is the boogeyman under the bed for me with this issue? Like, what, you know? And and then once I get through that, I was like, okay, then what is the worst possible outcome of this thing? And then I work back from that. Like, mm. you know, okay, well, the worst outcome is I could, I, I could be walking down the street in an anvil. I could be going to the bank to put this money in the account and an anvil could fall on my head. Okay, so I can eliminate that. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's a, it's all it's a bunch of things. It's just sort of you know. Yeah. I start with getting still. I don't try. I don't. I don't try to make decisions hurriedly. Like, I mean, sometimes you have to be fast on your feet. Sometimes you have to like, oh, I gotta I gotta make a decision here. But if it's something that I could just sit for a minute, sit for, with it, mm-hmm. and just like, okay, you know, okay, what is happening here? Mm. What do I need to do? You know, can I sit with this a little bit longer? Can I watch what is happening play out before I have to do something? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I I do some of that. And it, and it has served me well to sort of slow a decision. Because I, I used to be one of these people that was very reactionary. Like, I used to be very reactionary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now what? I'm not. Was there some was there something that that highlighted the the change in that, or was it just a gradual? I think it was a it was a you know you know Anru when you when you start reading and learning and discerning about you know uh, practices and uh, higher power thinking and you know um, how to behave differently in different situations mm-hmm. when you just start doing that kind of work, yeah. do you know what I mean? you slowly start to adapt the things that you are learning. You, mm-hmm. They start to sift in, you know, they seep, seep in mm-hmm. and you find yourself like, Oh, this feels very natural for me to behave this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Let me, let me try that on mm-hmm. you know, uh, kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 That, that, that makes sense. That resonates a lot. It's this, being open, I, I think for a long time for me, there was a lot of like, you know, this assumptions like I got this, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I got this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think hitting the wall a few, enough times, like, oh, maybe I don't just got this. <laughs> and I think that's the like being open to like so much of that was reactive for lots of good reasons, right? That helped me navigate some confusing and chaotic times. And then I was like, oh, this is not leading me to like have the life that I think is possible. Mm. Just like, this is just awful, right? I'm just banging, not have the relationships I want or not seeing myself in a certain way or whatever it is, whatever it was. And then like, oh, let me be more honest. And there's a, a phrase I used to say a lot, like I know, but, right? Oh yeah, she's do that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm gonna right, which basically says I know what's best for me, but I'm gonna do this other thing. <laughs> and kind of in this listening, I was like, wow, I that is just like something I just operate from a lot. So what if I just put a period after the I know and did the thing that like I know was better, right? And I set aside, I practice setting aside that like the butt nah, and um, and then see what happens. And I think that that was the this like experimentation. Let me experiment with some of these things. Let me try them out and then see what happens. And not that everything is comfortable, but over time that really led to this pivoting and turning to kind of be with myself and be with others in a different way, like learning it, like the dysfunction that I learned growing up, right? Oh yeah, I know I shouldn't be 
drinking and getting high all the time, but it's, it's da, 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 right. Like, Oh, so what if the, I did the, I know, and like, stop that so that I can not just by itself, but if I'm trying to be a person, can I be honest enough to see that that's getting in the way of being the type of person of being connected to my feelings in a way that might lead to a different way of being and not mm -hmm. hiding. Mm -hmm. And so that those real decisions and the practice of that, right? Reading and learning and talking to people. Oh, you've lived different a different way and you look like you're doing all right. Huh, what would that be? Or you have these practices and like, huh, let me try those on. And some work and some don't. And if they don't, you don't do them. And but also I think in this this place of depth that we're talking about, right? Where the deep listening is, that honesty, that honest reflection you're talking about, that can only happen in the pausing, right? I'm not gonna be reactive. Let me feel into what's happening and then decide. And maybe that decision can come from a different place, a different um, curiosity, a different inspiration, a different direction, something that's more in tune with what I might need, which maybe I didn't th think it was possible to have what I needed live in the world, right? Or be present. I just kind of squirreled it away somewhere. And oh, maybe now it can come out a little bit. Mm. Maybe I can pay attention to it. Maybe I can go in the attic, go in the basement, open up, notice what's stashed away there, open the vault a little bit, right? Oh, what's in there? <laughs> maybe I can take a little thing and pull it out and muse over it for a while or just let it sit next to me, right? Um, in this time of deep listening of seeing and exploring again like what not just yeah like what have what have my people what have the people that i come from left for me because what they've left for me are ways of being a person so can i listen in and see what i can do now right not just with all that stuff, but like, okay, I got that stuff, but how am I going to use it now? How am I going to be a person now? How am I going to be honest with myself or listen deeply to what life has? Um, even in this quieter time, life still has something for us. Right? Even in that pause and the listening, the place of reflection or rest or curiosity or contemplation, there's still, we're still here. Right? still engaged right? we're still present still doing our best we're still breathing <laughs> indeed 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 well i think that's a i think this is a good message of listening into the season because you know while there's so much lights and rah 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 and fa la 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 going on that we still can take time to listen, to listen to our, our inner selves, listen to the stillness around us or create stillness around us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. so that's, that's, uh, that's what I like best about winter. Mm -hmm. Seriously, even though I deck the halls, I do like, I do like yeah. this, the silent night. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yes. Well, thank you. So y'all know Henri will be back in the new year. That's the plan. 
with all the with all the with all the promise of what is to come in this new year so yes well i hope that in all the holidaying and celebrating and opportunities that are here that people take the time to in the depth of that listening and relationship with themselves and with other people to rejoice in this life that we have the opportunities that we have the whatever that well-being whatever the blessings are and i pray that people are safe and well and um, are able to connect with some love and some beauty Ashe. Yes. And so it shall be. And so it shall be. Thank you. Thank you I so appreciate you, Anru. I so appreciate you. Mm. So I'll see you out here in these streets in a minute. Yes. <laughs> in the halls. Check in the halls. <laughs> All right. Be well. All right, my friend. <laughs> Peace and blessings. All right, Harry Droves, play us out with some good Thank you, Harry. music. <laughs> Harry's not paying attention to us. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.